Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to CBS News Roundup ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Warnings at the fiscal brink. It would be disastrous for the American economy. The Afghanistan divide. There was a split among the president's advisors. A month after Hurricane Ida. Federal help from FEMA is not coming fast enough. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. The nation's Treasury Secretary warns of catastrophic consequences if there's no deal in Congress on spending and no action to lift the debt limit. And shaping it all in the days just before a possible government shutdown is a battle among Democrats with President Biden's agenda hanging in the balance. CBS's Nancy Cordes. Here's what it all comes down to today. Can the president strike a deal with two moderate Democratic senators, Joe Manchin and Kirsten Sinema? They're the ones who are holding up his $3.5 trillion bill. They think it's too expensive, but they haven't said what they would accept instead. Business analyst Jill Schlesinger says if a shutdown happens, there will be wide impact. This could affect 500,000 government employees, maybe another million on top who would work without pay temporarily. This would mean potentially delaying Social Security checks going out. At a Senate hearing, top military officials said they advised President Biden not to withdraw all American troops from Afghanistan to prevent a government collapse. General Frank McKenzie of Central Command said he and the Secretary of Defense and Chairman of the Joint Chiefs were on the same page. I recommended that we maintain 2,500 troops in Afghanistan. I'm Stephen Portnoy at the White House, where the press secretary didn't deny that the Pentagon's top brass did urge the president to keep a contingent in Afghanistan. But aides point to Mr. Biden's claim in an interview last month that his military advisors were split. Ultimately, it's up to the commander-in-chief to make a decision. He made a decision it was time to end a 20-year war. Press Secretary Jen Psaki repeated the White House's argument that not doing so would have risked conflict with the Taliban and led to more U.S. casualties. A federal judge has blocked South Carolina from enforcing a rule that banned school districts from issuing mask mandates. United Airlines says because of its new vaccine mandate, it will begin firing around 600 employees over the next several days. And in Montana, CBS's Meg Oliver says medical providers overrun by COVID cases are suing to impose vaccine mandates. Here at Billings Clinic, the ICU is running at 150% capacity. I struggled with it being on a ventilator. 59-year-old Frank Miller was hospitalized with COVID and has been in the hospital for more than 17 days. The unvaccinated engineer spent more than a week on a ventilator. Oh, I'm scared out of my mind. You were scared out of your mind? You don't know what's happening. Scenes like this are playing out across Montana with younger and sicker patients admitted daily. In the past week, the state averaged about 109 COVID patients hospitalized in the ICU per day, breaking the record seen during the fall of 2020. 
2020. A month after Hurricane Ida slammed the Louisiana coast, CBS's David Begno tells us many people are still desperate for help, like Sterling Guidry, who's sleeping in his truck. Guidry is a part-time fisherman and landscaper in Dulac, Louisiana. Since Hurricane Ida, his main job has been just clearing off his own property. If you want something done, you got to do it yourself. We went to Tony Robinson to ask about Sterling's story. He oversees FEMA's federal relief operations in southeast Louisiana. We asked him when would people like Sterling, who need RVs or mobile homes to live in right now, get them. Sometime in, in the November time frame. That's another month. Yes, sir. That's not the only thing that we've got going, the non-congregate sheltering or transitional sheltering assistance where people can go get a hotel room today. I tried to get a motel room close by, but there ain't none. It's hard on my dad. You know, a person can only take so much. On this night, look, look, their tent was infested with bugs, and so they went back to the truck for night number 29. The attorney for Gabby Petito's family is urging her missing fiancé, Brian Laundrie, to turn himself in. And Richard Stafford criticized Laundrie's family for what he called a lack of cooperation in the investigation into her death. The Laundries did not help us find Gabby. They're sure is not going to help us find Brian. Laundrie's family says they did not help him flee. Petito's father says all missing people deserve the same attention this case has received. Overseas, former Foreign Minister Fumio Kishida is poised to become Japan's next prime minister. After elections, his party and a coalition partner control both houses of the country's parliament. Well, the U.N. estimates one in ten children in the world is performing child labor. That's about 160 million kids. CBS's Deborah Pata has a story from Ghana in West Africa. When Noah's mother died, his father took out a loan to pay for her funeral. $500 in exchange for his 8-year-old son, 15 years of servitude to repay the debt. It breaks my heart, he told us. I was unable to go to school. Rickety vessels filled with young boys, trapped like the fish they catch, forced to dive deep to free entangled nets. Over several days, we didn't meet a single law enforcement official, but we did meet a trafficker turned informant. What's the worst thing you ever did as a slave owner? Forcing a kid who doesn't know how to swim to dive, he told us. They can go down and never come up again. If you could say anything to the man who took you, what would it be? God punish him, he replies. A cry for justice unanswered for the children on Lake Volta. Deborah Pada, CBS News, Ghana. A congressional report due out today has found more cases of top manufacturers selling baby food that contains high levels of toxic heavy metals. CBS's Vicki Barker. The investigators say they found inorganic arsenic levels over the FDA's limit in two of Gerber's infant rice cereal products. Most of Plum Organic's baby foods contain heavy metals, including the popular Super Puff snacks. And Walmart has raised the amount of arsenic it allows in its products to the maximum allowed by the FDA. Today's the day a Los Angeles judge could officially end the conservatorship that has been part of life for Britney Spears for more than a decade. Spears' father filed court papers to end it and has urged the judge to make a final ruling.
Former President Obama warned against politics that feeds anger and resentment at the site that will be his presidential library. Former President Obama and former First Lady Michelle stop in Chicago to break ground on the Obama Presidential Center, which is on the city's south side. A place where she grew up and I came into my own, where our children were born, and where I launched my political career. Mr. Obama says he hopes the center provides inspiration for young people in the area and can speak to some of the central struggles of our time. For we are living through a moment of rapid disruption in technology, in the global economy. Construction is expected to take about five years and will cost roughly $830 million. Jennifer Kuyper, CBS News, Chicago. Mr. President could be a title before long for 42-year-old boxing legend Manny Pacquiao, who says today he's retiring from the sport. He's now a politician in the Philippines and is poised for a presidential run next year. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, wherever you get your podcasts. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. Inspired by the hit podcast American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House. Each chapter will bring you inside the fierce power struggles, the world-altering decisions, and shocking scandals that have shaped our nation. You'll be there when the very foundations of the White House are laid in 1792, and you'll watch as the British burn it down in 1814. Then you'll hear the intimate conversations between FDR and Winston Churchill as they make plans to defeat Nazi forces in 1941. And you'll be in the Situation Room when President Barack Obama approves the raid to bring down the most infamous terrorist in American history. Pre-order The Hidden History of the White House now in hardcover or digital editions wherever you get your books.